Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Project Yanoia. I am so glad that you guys are here with me today. I hope that if you are starting your day, that it's starting amazing. And if you're ending your day, I hope that it's ending the way that you want it to end. So for today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about confidence. Now, that's a strong word, I know, especially for me, but I actually had to go and look up what the meaning of confidence meant before doing this episode, because I feel like there's more than one definition, especially with how we look at things personally and how the world looks at things in a more broad way. But when I looked it up, a lot of the time it just said confident in the way that you are of yourself, you're sure of yourself, your abilities, what you can bring to the table, basically. And honestly, that's basically what it is. But it's all about believing in yourself, not in an arrogant way, but in a more realistic way where you don't allow your confidence to overtake everything where you're feeling superior to others. So it's a quiet inner knowledge that I feel like all of us are capable of, you know, we don't have to be obnoxious about it. I think that's a good way to put it. But in a way where we're more confident in ourselves, in our inner beings, feeling more secure rather than insecure, relying on our skills and strengths to handle whatever challenge that may come up. We feel ready for everyday tasks. When we think of I can instead of I can't, that's where it all comes in. And I feel like me personally, I had a lot of confidence issues where when I was younger, I always thought low of myself and didn't realize how good I was at certain things. And and when I was good at something and I failed at one other thing, I would really badger myself over the bad thing over anything else. I never really looked at the bigger picture. I never really saw that my skills overcame those, you know, insecure feelings that I had during those times. But looking at how we can see the world in a better view and seeing the world as a more accepting, open place for us where we can acknowledge our strengths and abilities to the best that we can, you know, and one thing that we have to understand is why confidence matters and why it helps us internally. Because a lot of time when you talk about confidence, a lot of people think that it's kind of a bad word, you know, just kind of like ego. (laughs) But When we kind of get to know confidence and allow it to be our friend, that's what matters the most. Confidence helps us feel ready for 
life's experiences and expectations because when we're confident, we're more likely to move forward with opportunities and people, for example, building relationships and not really holding ourselves back. And if things don't work out at first, confidence really helps us try again. And that allows us to take failures into learning lessons and opportunities of improvement and allow us to try again and try again and try again until we succeed. But it's opposite when confidence is, is low, for example. So people who are low in confidence might be less likely to try new things and sometimes they fail the first time and they most likely won't try again. You know, lack of confidence can hold a lot of people back from reaching their full potential. And that's why I really wanted to come out with this episode because confidence is such a huge trait that we can all really take a look at and put a little bit into ourselves, you know, every day, every one step at a time. But how hard is it to really believe in yourself? And a lot of the time when people tell you that you're smart, you're funny, you're a good student, a good worker, when people praise us for or recognize us, for our skills and our capabilities, it really does boost our confidence. But as long as we believe in these things too, because as I said, when I was younger, or honestly, I do this on the daily, who knows, but anytime there's a failure or something that I really doubt myself in, I am really harsh on myself. And That's the opposite of self-confidence. You know, you really have to believe in yourself and to truly feel confident, you really need to believe that you're capable. And the best way to get that belief is through your skills and your talents and by learning, by practicing things every day. You know, you don't have to do it every day. You can always assign yourself a task, you know, every week to become more confident in yourself because confidence really helps us move forward by discovering what abilities we have and what we're capable of. And when we see that what we're capable of, we really take pride in our achievements and our confidence really soars. And that's not a bad thing. That's amazing to have because I feel like when someone gives you a compliment, that's when that smile shows up and you start feeling happy and it boosts that little serotonin in you that gets you all happy. But a lot of the time when we're not really confident in ourselves, a lot of those feelings will only last just for a short time until we kind of go into self-doubt and not really allow ourselves to develop. We restrain ourselves from a lot of things. And when we think about it, it's really hard to be more confident. You know, a lot of people have 
issues with their inner selves. Maybe their outer appearance makes them feel less confident about how they are or how they look or how they do things. But we really have to build a confident mindset. It all starts on the inside because when your inner voice says, I can't, you have to really restrain it to say, I can, or you could also say, I know I can learn or do this if I put my mind to it. Because once you allow yourself to think that, that's when all the magic happens. And a lot of the time we also compare ourselves to other people and you just have to start comparing yourself in a more kinder way. It's natural to compare ourselves with other people. It's not a bad thing, but it's also a way to understand ourselves and develop qualities that we admire over time. But comparisons often leave you feeling bad about yourself. It's a sign to work on your confidence and your self-esteem. So when you compare yourself to someone else and let's say someone has a nicer car than you, you could look at it in a more uplifting way where you can tell yourself, oh, I'm going to work to get that nice car. You know, I can learn to do something to get myself higher up there so I can allow myself all these nice things. Instead of saying, oh, why does this person have nice things? They don't deserve it, blah, 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 blah. You know, we always have to look at these more successful people, as I can say it, as teachers and mentors to ourselves. And that's why there's that saying where if you surround yourself with happy people and more successful people and people who have visions for their future, you tend to also gravitate towards that and allow yourself to improve and look for areas where you're struggling in to become just like them or to do even more. You know, we have to shake off that self-doubt because when we doubt our abilities, we feel inferior, we feel unworthy, unprepared, and it really tends to make people avoid us and situations that we might enjoy turn to be situations that we don't really enjoy. You know, I hope that you guys are with me, <laughs> but times. People don't have mentors or anyone to look up to. And you really have to do a lot of this stuff on your own. And I felt like that was kind of me when I was growing up. I was super independent, or I still am, <laughs> I should say. And when I was working I worked so many jobs. I've literally cleaned bars and restaurants and uh, in the middle of the night with my mom. And I just worked my butt off in order to, you know, provide for myself because my family wasn't rich. And it was just my mom and my older sister and me. <laughs> And so my mom was constantly working and I think that allowed me to really see 
a version of a human being that was like, you know, she's working so hard and she's providing for her two daughters, soon to be three, you know, and she's doing all of this on her own. And so if she can, then I can. And so I started working. I wanted to get a job in school. So I was working at Cineplex and I did various things. I worked in retail. I worked in mobility. I did door to door. I did so many things, housekeeping, you can name it. And I worked my butt off and I understand the value of work. And so I always took risks. I always took risks to figure out what was coming next, what I can do with myself, what I can challenge myself with, because I never really lasted a year in a job because I would always get bored and I felt like I needed to test my abilities. I needed to do more because I was, in my opinion, overconfident and I knew I was a fast learner which I am, I still am to this day. And I took things just in a stride and I did things to the best of my abilities. I let myself shine. But when there were times when I got constructive criticism from anybody, I didn't really take it well because I wasn't really confident in myself. I was overconfident in a lot of things that I was doing, but when I did something wrong, that's when my whole world came crashing down. So it all starts with the inside. It's not about what you really can do on the outside. It's how you speak to yourself and how you really comfort yourself when someone does give you any kind of criticism at all. You know, there's so many ways to allow yourself to feel confident. You know, give yourself that little push to really do it. Step out of your comfort zone. And confidence will grow with every step forward that you take. You know, know your talents, help them shine. And we're really taught to work hard to improve our weaknesses. That sometimes that's really important, like bringing up a bad grade and you get, let's say a C and you want to do better. You want to get an A and you just keep studying. You work hard and you don't allow that weakness to prevent you from getting worse. <laughs> you know, you want to get better at the things that you're good at and you want to get better at the things that you're not good at. Humans have so many skills. You can learn so much if you put your mind to it. I said in a different episode where we are only using 10% of our human brain and right next to us are dolphins where they use 20% of their brain and it just goes on like whales. I think they use 30 to 40. It just imagine your mind expanding to achieve so many things. So have confidence in yourself. Do work on you. you know, study yourself and understand what you do good 
and what you've been doing good for yourself, how far you've come along in your journey to be the real you. Because when you allow others to really see you who for who you are, like your mistakes and securities and all that good stuff, insecurities are easier to move past when we don't feel like we have to hide them. And we embrace uh, our quirks instead of trying to be like someone else or acting in a way that's not really true to us. It really takes courage and confidence to be real. But the more real we are and the more self-confident we become, confidence will build that self-esteem. So confidence levels go up and down for all of us. It's never an even playing field. And some people seem more confident rather than if you just see someone else just walking down the street with their head low and you just feel like they're not so confident. Imagine what they do on the regular. Maybe they're just having a bad day. You know, not everybody will be confident 24-7. So if something shakes your confidence, show yourself some understanding. Don't criticize yourself. And that's also something I really take with me and learn on the daily is that I have to learn from what happened and think about what I could have done differently and just remember it for next time. And I'll talk about what happened with someone who cares, because if sometimes a lot of the time people don't have that source of, you know, input where they can receive help from someone else or receive any sort of listening ear, you know, and sometimes we just have to do it ourselves and That's the hardest when we really have to show up for ourselves. When you show up for yourself, you really build that confidence. You build that self-esteem. You allow your inner being to fully let out all its capabilities and everything that you assume that you know about yourself, all the good things that you feel like you can do, you can do. You know, everything that you see on a daily basis, everything that you do on a daily basis, all matters and all has something to do with how you picture the world, how you speak to yourself and how you work along those certain events and certain experiences that really drown you of your self-worth and don't allow that confidence to shine. So we really have to practice to believe in ourselves. You know, humans have done so much in the world. And, you know, if you take a look at the bigger picture, we've accomplished so much as mammals. And even though we've only used 10% of our brain, we can still accomplish so much. You know, with using 10% of our brains, we've accomplished to go to outer space. We've finally discovered our first black hole. You know, I always use science as an example and space because there's so much opportunity and there's so much discovery that goes on. And 
there's such a bigger picture because in reality, we are just small little ants in a universe filled with beings. And what you do with your life is what matters. You know, what you do right now, right here is all that matters because the world can end any time. And I actually saw this uh, post where it said, you just broke the world record for yourself for longest days lived. And I looked at that and I was like, holy cow, that's so true. And I literally break the world record every time I wake up. So look at that as an achievement, as a skill for yourself, because every time you do something big or small, you have accomplished so much as a human being. Because there are so many people in this world that can't accomplish what you can. So take that as a sign that you are so important. You are so gifted. You have so much capabilities and possibilities and opportunities. So many T-I-E-S's. Um, So many things waiting for you just on the other side of that door that you're waiting to open for yourself. You know, there's, it's a never ending cycle of self-discovery, as I always say. So never look at your life as though there's nothing else, because if you feel like that, there's nothing else, you are not learning enough, especially about yourself. Because once you really discover all the things that you can do, man, there is no stopping you. So I kind of want to tell you guys a little thing about me of how I tried to find confidence in myself and allow myself to really grow into who I am today. A lot of the time, my friends would say that I'm confident and that I speak up for myself and I know what to say, which is half true because I don't know what to say all the time. I am terrible at speaking, (laughs) but when I was in school, I did a lot of things to really bring myself out and show that I can do a lot of things. And I decided to be my high school MC because when I was in elementary and junior high, I was very, very shy. I didn't really talk a lot. I didn't have much friends because I didn't really talk a lot. But when I reached high school, I felt like, oh, high school is the place to be. High school is when your life changes. And when you see like these TV shows that have high school kids and all of that stuff like Degrassi, for example. I don't know if any of you have watched Degrassi. I didn't really, but my older sister did. And whenever I peeked over her shoulder or watched an episode or two with her, it was just a whole different life. And I thought that that was what high school was, you know? And 
it's partly true and partly not because it's really what you do for yourself is what matters. School and life will move on without you if you allow it to, but it's what you do to really bring yourself out there and allow the world to have a little bit of you, to have a little sweetness of whatever you can bring is what matters. Don't hide away your capabilities and your skills and everything that you can do because, man, the world is missing out on everything that you can do. You know, the world is missing out on who you are as a human being. So when you distinguish all the things that you can do, that's all that matters. And then it's all that confidence in yourself when you believe in yourself and you can do something. That's what matters the most. Because when I was school MC, I really didn't care how everybody saw me as I would wear really interesting outfits to school and I would dye my hair interesting colors and not that I went blue and pink, but I would dye my hair. I dyed my hair blonde and it just turned orange and I just didn't care how people would view me as, even though my hair was burnt and dead, I saw myself as just a human being expressing themselves because that's what made me confident. And that's what allowed me to really move forward with my past self and get to really know myself and what I liked and what I didn't like. Because when I expressed myself, I did notice that a lot of people talked to me more. And that's the sad thing is that when you truly realize that you have to put yourself out there to get recognized, that's the sad truth. But that's how you really take that into your future, into your career, for example. If you want to move up in the industry that you're in, you have to allow yourself to really acknowledge that society is based on a social system and humans are social beings and it's all about connections. And so when you have these skills and when you have these amazing things about yourself that you can do when you're confident and your self-esteem is really up there, then you can really start connecting and allowing other people to see how you see yourself how you view yourself to the world. Because if you see yourself as just someone weak and someone that really doesn't know anything, you're going to really trick your mind into thinking that. So don't allow yourself to think that you're weak. Don't allow yourself to think that you can't do anything because you can. You definitely can. You know, there's so many possibilities in the world that allow you to do what you can do and show that to everyone around you. So I'll kind of give you guys another example. Before I started posting my writing on social media, I never really wrote. 
and I always kept it in my head and I didn't want to write in a diary. I never had a diary and I always thought, you know, I'm just going to write all my feelings in a book (laughs) and I always thought that, you know, one day I'm going to write a book about everything, about life and how I viewed the world because it's not a diary. It's not a place where I want to keep everything inside. I want to allow my mind to expand and to be released to the outside world because I feel like I'm not the only one that goes through a lot of these things. And that's what I truly didn't really like about diaries when I was younger is because I never thought diaries really mattered in all honesty. I didn't really think diaries helped and I know for for a fact that's not true because they do help and they help release a lot of these suppressed feelings that we have inside and just write it all out. You know, that's a really good coping mechanism for a lot of people, but for myself, it wasn't. And I just truly felt like I needed to say it out loud, but there wasn't anyone to hear me. There wasn't anyone to listen to me. And I just felt like in order for myself to feel better, I just had to really acknowledge what I was going through and do everything that I can to just hide all my feelings away. And that really made me feel tortured inside by hiding a lot of my feelings away. Because let's say if I did use a diary, maybe that would have helped me if I forced myself to write down my feelings and allow myself to express myself in a little book. That would really help me. But yeah, now I started realizing that it was good to just write and I started writing and now I just write everything and I post it on social media and I just love doing that. I love writing and my confidence in that was terrible in the beginning, but now it's like increased amazingly. That was just an example of before I started posting my writing because I was just so closed off. I didn't believe anything like expressing my feelings in words would actually help me. And that's why I didn't believe in therapy. I didn't believe in anything. And that really held me to a strong depressive state. So really allowing yourself to let go and be free and not really think too much. Allow yourself to be confident. Believe in the things that you can do because in all honesty, if you don't, nobody will. If you don't believe in yourself, no one's going to believe in you. And I think that was one of the things I had to take with me when I first started Project Unoya is that when I first released it, I was super 
you know, excited, but I didn't think anybody would actually listen. And I didn't really think anybody would want to be a part of it or share their stories. And that was one of the biggest things that held me back. But realizing that now that that was (laughs) a terrible idea of mine that just would run through my head. Now I believe that we have so much that is waiting for us, that we have so much in ourselves that we can really bring out to the world. And feeling that lack of confidence once in a while is normal and it's not a bad thing. But once you start to get to know yourself and understand all your likes and dislikes, you will start to understand that I don't care what the world thinks and I don't care what anyone has to say about me because I can do anything. I can do whatever I put my mind to. And that's a lesson that we all really have to take a look at and understand because let's say you're walking down the street and your head is down and you're feeling a little closed off. A lot of people would just see you as someone that is you know, really closed off and not as confident in themselves. But try this trick. Try holding your head up high. Make eye contact with anybody who looks at you. And you'll see people will revert their eyes and not really look at you because they'll get intimidated by you because you just already look more confident in yourself. And I know I started trying this anytime I would go to work. As soon as I would go into work, I held my head up high and I would go into the mall and it was just a different feeling. But during the times when my head was held low, I felt like there were eyes piercing me and I couldn't be the person I wanted to be. You know, I felt judged. I felt weird. And those feelings, you know, sometimes we make them up in our heads, but really the reality of it all is it's all in our head. So when you hold your head up high, that allows you to feel more confident on the inside where you start feeling like, wow, there's really nothing to worry about. You know, nobody's actually looking at you. Nobody really cares about you in like a general way, but you can do whatever you want. But when your head is held low, that's when you start manipulating the thoughts in your head to think that there's something going on and maybe people are talking bad things about you and you lose confidence in yourself. You really lose a lot of that. And so I'll give you guys another kind of really good example is I noticed a long time ago, one of my friends, she would apologize for everything. Sorry about this, sorry about that. And a lot of the time I started realizing that going on with other people too. And I started being like, hey, this isn't just a Canadian thing. You know, when we apologize over everything, 
but it's about the confidence that we have in ourselves. It's about understanding that why do I need to apologize for sitting down or grabbing a cup of water or doing anything. People apologize for the smallest things. And one thing that we really have to understand is you don't have to apologize for being you. Don't be apologetic. Like that's the one thing that we really have to understand is in order to gain confidence in ourselves, we can't allow ourselves to feel like we're doing something wrong every time. Because when you apologize, you're really letting yourself down. Unless you're apologizing for something that you need to be apologizing for, like if you hurt somebody or did something bad, then yes, apologize. Because that's taking responsibility and that's gaining strength in who you are as a person. But if you're apologizing every two seconds for the smallest things when you don't need to be apologizing, you really don't need to do that. You know, and when my friend was apologizing nonstop, I was, you need to shut up because you are not doing anything bad to me in any way. You're not harming me in any way. You're literally apologizing for being who you are. So if you're apologizing for that, you need to understand that I'm here for a reason. I'm your friend for a reason. We're together for a reason. And if you're constantly apologizing for just being you, there's a lot of self-esteem issues that's going on. And we have to really take a look at that and allow ourselves to really look at the bigger picture and understand that there's way more important things to apologize for rather than wasting our abilities on apologizing over things that don't matter. You know, do not apologize for who you are. You are a unique human being. If you want to say no to somebody, you know, say no to somebody and feel in control of yourself. Feel that you can do whatever you want to do. Feel that you can do what you want to do. It's never ending from here. It's honestly a never ending self-discovery journey. I always say that, but it's true. Don't apologize for the small things. Own up to who you are. Understand who you are and like who you are. Because if you don't like who you are, that's when you'll start apologizing for what you bring to the table. And that's not a good trait to have, especially if you're wanting to bring up that confidence and to allow yourself to feel free. We just want that feeling of freedom from really allowing us to understand that there's more to life than just this craziness that just goes on around us. So I really hope that you guys took a lot from this episode. I felt like it was a really, really needed conversation, especially for me, as I feel like I always say, this is kind of a therapy session with all of us and understand that you 
are more than what you think you are. You are amazing. You are outstanding. You have so much going for yourself. So I love you so much. Thank you for supporting me because honestly, without you, I wouldn't be here. So look at that as an afterthought. You know, without you guys in this world, not a lot of things would be here. We have to gain confidence in ourselves. Again, I love you. I hope you have an amazing day, whether you're just ending or starting it. I hope it's amazing either way. All right, I'll see you in the next episode.